thank you for tuning in to AnchorCast. Please remember to subscribe and follow us on social media at Anchor Nights to get the latest updates about events, meetings, and uploads. We hope you enjoy today's episode. know me um, for any amount of time, uh, you know that I'm a big, big uh, Back to the Future fan. Um, That's like my favorite series of all time um, of movies. And it's just super, super good. Um, And in uh, in 1985, Back to the Future Part 1 came out. And then a few years later, Back to the Future Part 2 came out. And if you uh, have seen the movie, they travel to the future. Okay, I loved Back to the Future Part 2 because they travel to the future. And in the future where they travel, there's, there's flying cars, there's hoverboards, and most importantly, there's those sweet Nike Mag self-lacing shoes, right? Like those are tight. And then there's auto-drying jackets. Like he gets wet and then he presses a button and it's like drying mode activated. And then he's all dry, right? And, uh, and, and if you were to envision uh, the future uh, now, um, you'd be thinking, man, that's flying cars, hoverboards, like a hundred years or more away from now, right? But do you know what year they traveled to in Back to the Future Part 2? 2015. <laughs> like, we are past the future that they predicted. We're five years past 2015. Where's my flying cars, bro? <laughs> like, where's my hoverboards? Where's my self-lacing shoes? Uh, actually, in 2015, they made self-lacing shoes, uh, and they go for like tens of thousands of dollars now. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but, but like, where's the, the rest of that, right? right? Like, they got the future so wrong. I mean, uh, I mean, most of you are still using cords to charge your phones. Um, I've hopped into 2020, and I'm wireless charging right now. Like, but but we're we're living in the future, right? We have arrived, and we're we're actually past the future. I mean, but what if you were you? What if you were challenged to predict? The future? What if you were uh, like the directors of the movie and you were trying to come up with the future? And if I asked you to look 30 years ahead into 2050 and tell me what you think, uh, and, you, and I asked you to tell me what you think you would look like or uh, what you think the future would look like or what would be your future, or what do you think that global politics would be? Um, if, if I asked you to look 30 years in the future and ask you what it is, do you think that you would get anything right? I mean, honestly. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost laughable about how really impossible it is to predict the future, right? Like, people have been trying to do it for hundreds of years, yet we spend so much time individually uh, trying to figure it out, trying to predict our own futures, right? We, we pick apart and plan our futures down to a T. But the problem with that is we have no idea what's in store for us. I mean, really, we have no ability to predict our own futures. We have hopes, we have dreams, but we have no solid evidence that our lives are gonna turn out how we plan them or how we want them. I mean, is that scary to you? Does that keep you awake at night? Does that keep you in a hot shower for an hour just thinking about that, right? I mean, but imagine if you had the vision. Just for a second, imagine if you for one second had the 2020 vision to see the clear future and path that you needed to take to get to where you needed to go. But our vision's flawed. 
Like, we, we don't have the vision to see our futures. I mean, some of you don't even have the vision to see me when you're merging into my lane on the freeway. <laughs> okay? Some of you have changed your major three times and you're in your second semester of college. I mean, we're fickle. Our feelings change by the hour and our wants change by the minute. But we trust ourselves with our future. I mean, we think we can get it all figured out. I mean, I mean, some of us are looking at the year 2020 with 2020 vision, but you're blind as bats. I mean, you're thinking you're seeing 2020 with 2020 vision, but you're blind. Like, I'm going to hurt some feelings today. Mac, is that okay if I hurt some feelings in this group? Some girls are going to need to come talk to you afterwards because they're going to be crying. Because some of, you, some of you girls have your whole weddings planned on Pinterest, but you're posting on Instagram that men are trash. That's some conflicting vision right there. I'm going to be honest, right? I mean, guys, we're struggling. We can't even decide what we want for dinner, okay? But, but, but you think you can decide and figure out your own future. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite things when talking about God, when I talk about God, he's so much bigger than us, I mean, some of us need to stop spending so much time trying to comprehend God because you can't. You can't. But if you could comprehend God, then it, is that a God worth following? If you could comprehend God, is that a God worth following? Because if God was just like me, if he reasoned like me, if he thought like me, then that's not a God that I want to follow because that's not a perfect God. Okay, if God changed his mind as often as I changed mine, then how could we trust him? Right, but we as Christians, we believe that God is bigger than our imagination. He's bigger than our fears. He's bigger than our expectations. We believe God is big, good, and reliable. Can I get an amen? A lot of us in this room, there may be some that aren't Christian, but a lot of us are, are Christians, right? And when we became Christians, we chose to believe in the power of Jesus. When you became a Christian, you accepted that God paid the price for your life, right? Because the wages of sin was death, and you know who paid that? Jesus. He paid it for you. What did he do? He bought your soul eternally. He paid a high price, and if you think God is going to let you just say, oh, hey, thanks, God, and wander off, you're wrong. Because no matter how far away you run, God has got a grip on you, and he's got a grip on your future. Because he paid too high of a price to let you just go. You ever walk a big dog? Or any dog, for that matter. You ever walk a dog, and, and they're, they're always trying to pull you in some direction, Right? You got the dog in the leash, it's always just, like, you're just trying to take them to the park, okay? You know they want to go to the park. You know they want to play fetch. But this dog is just yanking you in every direction other than the park. And you're trying to let them run around and play, but they want to stop every two seconds to smell the poop, <laughs> right? I mean, can you imagine God trying to lead us to our future and purpose and the love he has prepared for us, but every two seconds we want to do our own thing and we just stop to sniff things not meant for us? If we could just trust our creator, follow him, trust 
him as he leads, we are going to get to our destination a lot sooner and with a lot less crap. I'm going to say that again. If we trust God and believe in him and follow him, then we are going to get to our destination a lot sooner and with a lot less crap. But how do we do that? That's the question. It, it starts, I believe, with trading our vision for God's vision. Because the only being that we can trust to have clear 2020 vision is the one who can see the future. The only person that we can trust with our future in the 2020 vision is God. We have to put on our God goggles, all right? Our Lord lenses, our spiritual spectacles. I can keep going, but I won't, all right? I mean, I mean some of you... <laughs> Some of you have some pretty bad eyesight. I mean, some of you have some thick glasses. You know, give, give Sierra your glasses right now. Give, give her your glasses. Okay. Let me see. Can you see? Can you see? No, no. Some of you have some thick glasses, right? And you're like blind without those, right? She can't see. She can't see nothing. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you, look. Your spiritual life, your ability to see clearly where God wants to take you is dependent on whether or not you have those spiritual God glasses on. But how, how do we get those? How do we get those? Okay, this is your first fill-in. Seek God. Seek God. In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6 through 9, it says this. It's going to be on the screen so you can follow along. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. I mean, reading this may get you confused for a second. Like God is playing some sort of hide and seek game, right? Oh, oh let, let me count to three and then I'll look for him and hopefully I'll find him, right? But that's not what it says. It says, let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. See, seeking God Seeking God means we can't be looking for God where we know he's not. You can't be looking for God where you know he's not, okay? You're not going to find God at those parties you keep going to. You're not going to find God in the midst of the sin. You're going to find him when you turn away from those things and put on righteousness. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. You're not going to find God in your ways. You're going to find God in his ways. Can I get an Amen. You're not going to find, some of this, this is going to hurt some feelings, you're not going to find that 2020 vision you're looking for in other people or other things, okay? Because other people are just as blind as you. I mean, you think you're doing good because you found this new life coach on Instagram, and they told you that if you just think positive thoughts, like, it'll all come to you, okay? But it's the blind leading the blind out there. Okay, seek the one who holds your future and seek him in the places that you know you can find him. You know, the most overlooked place 
that you can find God? Really, I think one of the most overlooked places that you can find God nowadays is the Bible. Some of you are thinking like, oh, duh. But others of you, this is going to be new, okay? I think it's overlooked and I think it's underrated that you can find God in the Bible. That leads to your second fill-in. Read his word. Read his word. In Psalm chapter, Psalms chapter 119, 105, it says this, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Your word, his word will guide. I mean, you're, we're looking for guidance, guidance right? We're, like, we're looking for that. And it says right here, his word will guide. The Bible, we believe, is God's word. I mean, this is what I'm teaching out of tonight, right? Yet it's so unbelievably overlooked. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why the Bible is overlooked today. Because we are flooded with commentary on the Bible. Okay? We're flooded with commentary on the Bible. Because when was the last time that you read the Bible without being in a devotional or without it being in, in a study book? When was the last time you read a passage and it wasn't on the screen when someone was teaching? I mean, there's so much biblical content out there, but that we've substituted it for reading God's Word. We've substituted God's Word for a podcast. Well, I don't really need to read my Bible today because I had Michael Todd and Stephen Furtick sermons playing while I did homework. I mean, these, I'm not dogging. These are amazing resources, and it's an incredible day and age where we have access to all of this, but you cannot solely rely on a podcast or a YouTube video. I mean, these, these don't get me wrong, these resources can give you clarity, right? They can help you understand Scripture in a way you haven't seen it before. They may clear up some fogginess in your God goggles, but, but you cannot lean on them for your whole prescription. They may clear up the fogginess, but you cannot lean on them for your whole prescription. Let, let, me, let me show you what I'm talking about. You put on, you put on those glasses, right? They didn't, they didn't help you, but they help her. They help her see clearly, but they didn't help you. Because that prescription wasn't meant for you. See, we rely too much on podcasts and sermons to give us only what God can give us, which is the perfect prescription meant for us to see things clearly in our own lives. You cannot rely on someone else to fill the God-sized need that you have. Write that down. That's gold. You cannot rely on something or someone else to fill the God-sized hole that you have. See, I, I believe that you have to get into the Bible and really listen to what God is speaking to you. Take the time, pause, and listen. See, we go 100 miles an hour most of the time, but we give God a two-second window to let him speak. <laughs> We go 100 miles per hour, we have the podcast playing while we're doing something else, and we think that we gave God enough time to speak into our lives. Look, like, I don't want to give you the wrong impression, okay? I, I, I think I may have given you the wrong impression at the start of the message. 
I may have made it seem like if you follow God, seek him and read his word, he's going to give you perfect 2020 vision and you'll be able to see the future. No. God is the one with the perfect 2020, okay? God is the one that holds your future. It's about putting on your God glasses or your God goggles and seeing where he wants to lead you. Because what does that verse say? It says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet in a light for my path. A lamp. Do you, do you know how much light a lamp gives you? I mean, it's just enough to see a few steps ahead, right? Not the whole road. It doesn't say his word is a high beam for our destiny. It's a, no, it, it's a lamp. See, when we seek God and read his word, he gives us enough to light our way. He gives us just enough for a few steps ahead. I mean, without him, we're just fumbling around in the dark with our arms stretched out, trying not to crash, right? But I think the hardest part about not being able to see the full road, not seeing our whole lives and our whole future, is trust. That's your next fill-in. Trust his process. Trust his process. I know, I know, I know this is hard for you, okay? We have some control freaks here tonight, okay? Some of you need absolute control over your lives and your futures, and you want control over the process. But if we want to live the lives that God has called us to and reach our full potential in 2020 and beyond, we have to give up control. You have to give up control. We have to trust the process. I mean, check out this passage from Matthew chapter 6, 27 through 30. It says, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? God only lights the path enough to see a step or two ahead because he wants you to have faith. He wants you to trust. He takes care of everything else, so why wouldn't he take care of you? I mean, he says, look at the flowers and how they bloom. He wants to do the same with us and that he will do the same with us. But a flower grows, right? It doesn't just start as a flower. It goes through a process. And you have to trust that God has a vision for you, has a vision for your life, a clear vision, and he will take you step by step to fulfill that vision. I mean, look at this verse in Psalm 138.8. It says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Trust the process. Trust that God is going to fulfill his purpose for you and that he's the only one that can do this. Say this with me. I believe God is going to fulfill his purpose for me. Say it. I believe that God is going to fulfill his purpose for me. Say it one more time. I believe God is going to fulfill his purpose for me. When you get on a plane, do you ever question the pilot? I mean, honestly, do you ever get on a plane and you're like, you wonder, like, is he the best pilot or, like, did he barely make it through school, right? Is he, like, did, is he new, new? 
Like, is this his first flight? Or, like, is he the most experienced? Like, did he barely pass his flight test? Or, like, is he top of the class? Like, has he been doing this for years? Like, I don't know. I mean, do you get on the plane and think, I don't trust this pilot. I'm going to take over. I'm going to fly this plane. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Like, do you do that? No. You know what I do? I get on the plane and I sit down and I put my headphones in. Okay? And I don't pay attention to the emergency exit thing. You know why? I trust my pilot. Okay? Trust your pilot. Trust your pilot. When we fight for control and we look for answers outside of Jesus, the one who created us with a purpose, that's when we run into trouble. When we try to take over the plane, that's when we run into trouble. We can't trust ourselves to fly this plane and get to where God wants us to go. Because we're going to get somewhere, all right, okay? We're going to get somewhere, but it ain't going to be anywhere close to where he wanted to take us. We have to put on our God goggles, our God glasses, whatever you want to call them, and we have to lean into God, see what he wants us to see, and trust him with that 2020 vision for our lives. We have to seek God, read his word, and trust the process. I'm going to tell you something. It might change some lives, okay? God is not looking for you to pave the way. God is not looking for you to pave the way. Some of, some of you want to be pioneers here, okay? I'll let you know, God has already paved the way. God is already paving the way for you to reach your purpose and potential. When you are following God, when you are following God, nothing is going to stand in your way for long, okay? He is going to be in front of you, clearing the path. Because when God has a purpose for you, when God has a purpose for your life, when God has a vision for your life, nothing is going to stop him until it is completed. But when you're not following God's direction, then you're going to be running into hurdle after hurdle, trying to reach your own goals and aspirations, reaching for things not meant for you. See, I believe, I wholeheartedly believe this, that God's plan for us is greater than anything that we can come up with on our own. God's plan for us is greater than anything that we can come up with on our own. Like, I know I may be making it sound easy. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. And I'm not saying that that's not going to be challenges. I just believe and know that God is going to clear the way, that you won't face those challenges for long as long as you are following and trusting God with that 2020 perfect vision for your life. I believe, I believe that if you seek God, if you read his word, if you let him speak to you, you let him guide your path just one step at a time, and you trust the process, you're going to get to your purpose and your full potential. I can promise you. I can promise you that. I see out here a group of people and individuals that want to know what your purpose is, that you want to live a fulfilled life, reaching your fullest potential. My biggest fear, my biggest fear is that I get to the end of my life and I look back and I didn't reach my full potential. 
but I can know that if I'm following God, that I'm going to get to the end of my life and I'm going to go, wow, I reached my fullest potential. God has that here for you tonight. I believe that with my whole heart. Let's pray. God, we, we come before you, God, and we just, we thank you. We thank you that, that we believe, we believe that you have purpose and you have calling for our lives, Lord, and we believe that you are paving the way for each and every one of us, Lord. God, I pray a blessing on each person here. God, you've laid passions and desires and wants in each and every person. And God, I believe that you will fulfill those beyond our imaginations, God. God, I pray that we can listen to your guidance. God, that we would follow you and we would seek you. Lord, that we would look to you every step of the way, God, and that you would light our path and we can have faith to take one step at a time, God. Lord, we lift up this night. We lift up discussions here tonight, Lord. We thank you for this community, God, where we get to where we get to dive deep and we get to talk and we we get to discuss our fears, our aspirations, Lord, our challenges and our triumphs, Lord. We give you this time.